Welcome to the Deep Dive, the Live Dive. How are you, Mr. Smith? Yeah, I'm good, Trent, mate. How are you doing? Sorry, we're, I, we just, just before we started uh, rolling, as they say in the old days, uh, I just went through the notion, well, the, the, the story of Dan Swan <laughs> cancelling his own <laughs> podcast. And, uh, and the story behind the story. Yeah, so anyway, free. there'll be no rape jokes tonight. No, so definitely not. This is 100% free. Of, we'll be of, uh, talking about football for most of it. PC then. world gone mad, though. Like, surely it's not fair. Oh, apparently you're allowed <laughs> to say whatever you want on a podcast, well, unless you get listeners. It is so funny no. they cancel their own podcast. Anyway. Anyway. Um, so that's that. that right. <laughs> uh, we are here tonight to do, again, a bit of a hybrid. Uh, we just haven't had time to do uh, a separate review. So this is going to be a review preview yeah, uh, episode. Um, I think given as well. I mean, to be honest, like we're at the point now where there's a few games that basically don't matter really. So teams aren't playing finals. So I think the reality is now we can start to push yeah. some games aside. And the nature of the rules for this year have meant that a lot of the games there's not a lot of talking points except it's how yeah. woeful they are or the same things repeated like the umpiring decisions well I just don't want to talk no. about the score that's what I mean, over no. and over that's yeah. what I mean yeah it's that type of stuff it's the we've same thing it over and over 10 it's, times yeah. yeah it's basically I just don't care anymore and we've got like it's all obviously awful but we've gone over it that many times yeah it's so. no difference the same thing week in week out so it'd be like talking about oh a player got a kick yeah. Or a handball. Yep, that happens every week. Every so week. We'll so we'll just talk about the stuff that's a bit more... That more matters. Yeah. And I think we can potentially fit that into one episode, but we'll see how we go. Um, so we'll run through all nine games from last week, and then we'll we'll give our previews for round 16 going into next week. Yep. Big thanks to our sponsors at Hops to Home. Hops to Home is a craft beer delivery service. I am drinking a Dainton Sav Blanc Kiwi New England IPA. It's hard to... That's a big name for a beer. It's not just beer anymore. No. um, It's a wacky hipster beer from uh, Hops to Home. So hopstome.com to use a craft beer delivery service. They deliver craft beer in packs of 10 or 20 across Australia. You can use the promo code AFLDEEPDIVE to get $25 off your first pack, which is a pretty good deal. Um, You're getting craft beer for way cheaper than gutter beer like VB or, or, you know, Carlton Draft or any 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 urine in a can. Um, Basically, effectively. So check out hopstime.com.au. What do you reckon? We go? Yeah, let's get straight into it. We haven't done this before, so we may run out of time. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm joking. We'll see how we go. Um, Any questions on Facebook, please... Uh, throw them in. Um, we'll try to address them, I guess, organically as we go, but also there tends to be a fair bit at the end and we might do a little bit of a yeah. Q&A at the end about any teams, issues, if it's about the score reviews and stuff, we might not read it, but if it's interest, write something interesting. Yeah. Um, Essendon, the Giants, Essendon Giants last Thursday, which feels like 100 years ago, 77 to 71, Bombrays by six points. Six points, and it was a pretty good game. Goodish. Yeah, yeah. it had. I mean, the last quarter was enthralling. The Giants, obviously, were up by as much as 19 points. Looked like they were going to run away with yeah. the win. And then Bell Chambers went down with an injury, mm. and I made Hooker and uh, McKinnon had been brewing all game. And then Hooker just went, you know what? Well, the switch worked. Unbelievably well, uh, which, I mean, there's always been that notion that both Hooker and Hurley can go back and forth. They, Essen mm. just went, well, we need them down back. Well, two hookers would be great. 
three would be even better. Well, yeah, it gets expensive when you does get three, expensive. Though. Yes, exactly yeah. right. <laughs> Although you get three for one deal. Well, one hooker job. That's not too bad. <laughs> not too bad. Are you allowed to say that on a podcast? I think we'll have to cancel ourselves. Cancel, now. cancel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, really, really good uh, turn up. And we had mentioned that Essen had to win mm. this or the West Coast game to beat any type of chance yeah even a bit of a chance and they got pummeled the week before so at least they kind of got this one yeah you're really disappointed by the Giants too they're another another loss in Melbourne uh, doesn't bode well for them come finals no. time so in terms of Essendon I mean it kind of felt like they were that dog that was kind of like at the leg of a you know a postman or woman or whatever and just ripping at the leg and as as it went on they eventually ate the mail it took time but they eventually got to the mail yeah. like it just they, they were terriers basically the whole game and as it as it went, you know, they they figured out the momentum of GWS. They were ahead of the ball a lot of the time. I thought they they hunted really well. I thought the pressure was really good. Um, it was a weird game too because it was a real like there was a sort of an exciting earlier point of the game, the first quarter, and then it kind of like simmered a bit, and it was just sort of very tense and fingernail biting type. Game and then there was a goal sort of frenzy at the end, which was good to watch. Like, yeah, as you said, the end yeah, was good, absolutely. Uh, and obviously, um, probably the most pleasing thing from a, a supporter, SN supporter's perspective is yeah, they didn't deviate from the game plan, they no. just trust in what we should put together. And eventually, as you said, I mean, yeah, just fi- finally they broke through and were able to. Uh, sort of let loose a little bit in that last 10-15 minutes and, and get the win. Um, unusual. Uh, normally you would see these two teams are sort of the t- two of the faster teams and unlike uh, the game to be a bit more free-flowing. Yeah. So to have a scoreline like 71-77 to 77 is a bit unusual, but I guess that's just been the nature of the season so far. I thought Parrish was really good. The other thing too is, I mean, Don's, you know, five of the last six goals... Um, McKernan, that touch kick, I mean, this is, you know, I guess we won't waste a lot of time into this, but it looked touch to me, that shot at the end. But anyway, I, 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 yeah, well, I, I, this is the problem is the technology was never meant to do that. So, no. Um, but yeah, let's, let's, I mean, yeah, obviously we, we, we can't spend hours on this, but I thought, yeah, look, I think at least Essendon are in with a bit of a chance now of making finals. They got one of those scalps. They've got, you know, obviously they're probably one of the most interesting teams in the next five, five six, six weeks. weeks to yeah. see how they go. Yeah, on their best form, they should probably win four of the next five. You'd think so. so. Yeah. So we, yeah, they're the team I'm most interested in the moment. That is sitting outside of the eight, um, yeah. because yeah, I mean, for so many years, a few years now, we've all said, oh, they got the talent on paper. Yeah. But they just haven't been able to bring it all together. So hopefully, uh, for. The uh, long-suffering Essendon supporters. It's been a while since um, a premiership and it's been a fair while since they've gone deep in finals. So, mm. yeah, yeah. It's one of the best accounts on Twitter, though, how many days since Essendon's won a final. <laughs> um, we really did see all of Essendon, though. I mean, like, we did see the best and the worst side of yeah, Essendon. Yeah, absolutely. And if they can shorten that uh, <laughs> gap. That would be ideal. Um, yeah, obviously, Bell Chambers injury, where that happens. But I think let's... Pivot a bit to GWS because we've got to keep going. Yeah. I think with the Giants, as you pointed out, really another choke from the Giants. Like they really should not have lost this game. No, they. Uh, I mean, they had so many good players on mm. the night, and they were all there. A great is Cornelio, Kelly, mm. um, had. Uh, Himmelberg, sorry. I was going to say Hetfield, but he flies somewhere else. Um, yeah. Uh, and, I mean, Cameron was down, but Toby Graham was pretty good as well. Yeah. So, I mean, look, there yeah. was there was 
good points to it, but there was also like they've still got some creases they need to really absolutely well they have out. to they've got to start winning here like yeah, they've got to start of New consistently South winning in Melbourne oh, well outside of New South Wales well they're good at grand finals they, so. they're good at Giant Stadium they're pretty good at the SAG they're good in Canberra right. not so good in the no. West not so good in SA right. uh, there's a few teams that are sitting in the top 8 at the moment from both those states and don't get us started on whether the grand finals should be played in Melbourne or not every single year. Guess what? During the bye year, this comes up because everybody gets bored because there's less games and there's less news. And they this comes up every single year. And every single year, it's a complete waste of time yep. because the contract's been signed. It does, there's no point talking there about it. It's and, finished. And everyone goes on about, oh, what if uh, that goal review happened in a grand final? Well, what happens, yeah, well, what happens <laughs> well, not, if, if yeah. there's 100,000 people wanting to get in to Adelaide Oval because they can only get 60 in there. Yeah, well, I think I think people really underestimate just how much money has been invested in the MCG. And Well, the big problem is how tired they are, but also like how much money the AFL would be foregoing by having 40 or 50,000 rather than 100,000. I get the argument that, well, there's not that many fans in the game anyway, and it's predominantly corporates, blah, blah, blah. But that's millions of dollars they're throwing away, yep. like tens of millions. Like it would be a serious amount of money well, again. to move the game. So again, it's not. Again, it's not there'd be like even this. less. There'd be less supporters there if it was at another ground because again, it, it would just be corporates, yeah. and they'd have to give more of that space up to corporates. And, and everyone says, "Oh, well, it's a national game. It's got to be fair." Well, it's not really. It's it's obviously not totally even. The fixture is fixed. That's just the reality of it. There's so many things about the AFL that's not fair, and national competition well it kind of is but not really and you can't compare it to to the super bowl which goes all over the place because in that instance you know like where in minnesota they spent what like two billion dollars on on this outrageous stadium like that's a complete they, they have requirements of what has to be built the size you know how how it, that that we will get probably i think we'll definitely well we'll definitely at some point get to that stage with the afl not maybe not to that you know, level of grandeur, I guess. But I think it eventually will happen, but we're not, like, it's so far away. The thing is, our sport... There's no point talking about We're going to be in our 60s. But our sport grew out of a Victorian competition into a national competition. All these other sports were national competitions. Yeah. Or they had the same... Anyway, anyway, yeah. It's it's not going to happen. There's not, like, it's just every single year, it's one of those things that comes up every single year and every single year it's a complete waste. Because it's it's, it's wasted time. Contract has been signed and it's there till 2050? It's in the 50s or the 60s. Yeah, it's there for a long time. Well, that's what I'm saying. We will literally be, like, in our 50s. Yeah, they'll be playing on Mars by then. Uh, Yeah, there might be a Mars team. Um... Uh, there'll have to be a couple of weeks break. I don't yeah, will be. Yeah, back. absolutely. Um, so that's that game. That's that game. It was okay. Um, then the Friday night, the Cats, Adelaide Crows, 96 to 69. The Cats by 27. I thought this was a good game. Yeah, look, it showed that these two teams are, I mean, John, obviously the clear best team in the competition, but it's showing that Adelaide have proven to be one of the more competitive teams over the last few weeks. Yeah. They're, as far as positions on that, if you look at the form over the last 10 weeks, it's it's true to form where everyone sits on the ladder, except Adelaide. Adelaide's 
got a seven and three record, and either mm. side of them are six and four. So they're the only team that currently uh, a little bit out of whack, but in a good way, I guess. And they come up against a, a pretty formidable side in Geelong Town. In Geelong, it's always going to be a hard ask. But yeah, it was an entertaining game. I thought, um, well, Geelong really only won it in that sort of last quarter and a bit, mm. and they had to fight for it as well. Uh, and they just so much class. <laughs> They've got so many good players to long at the moment. They do. Um, I mean, it never really... The, I guess my criticism of the game in general was it never really felt like Adelaide were going to win. Like, I know yeah. they started well, but it, it... I mean, as the game kind of even got to second quarter, it never really felt like they were going to win the game. Yeah, and look, I think there's about two or three games this week, yeah. or last weekend, that Bit felt like that. They were kind of close, but you never felt like the team would win. one. Yeah, they, they, they had everyone at... They, they had Adelaide arm's length. The next two games are pretty much the same as well uh, that I felt. But well, that like they did get the Crows did get to a twenty point lead. Like that, it did start to flesh out. But I mean, when you've got Kelly playing like that, yeah. I mean, he he is unbelievable. He is unbelievable, and it's probably more likely he might stay. I think he might stay for another couple of years, but I think he's definitely yeah. going to go back to WA. But At I some point, yeah. There's a chance that he might get a... I, I don't know how they can possibly fit him into the cap, but I don't know how they figure that out. But there must there must be some way of giving him... Because the reality is I think West Coast would be prepared to offer him at least 7 to 7.50, at least. Yeah, at least. There was a, I've, I've heard talk a bit of sort of 800-ish, which is yeah. a lot of money. But who knows? I mean, they might come up with a suitable deal for... It's back-ended or something. Yeah. It who might have to be by that point in order to pay everybody else. But, um, yeah, I mean, Guthrie I thought was fantastic. I didn't hear much talk about him at all this week, but I actually thought he had a really, really good game. He's, he's just so efficient. His run is really good. Yeah. His ball awareness is fantastic. He fits so well into their structure, and I think he plays his role extremely well. Absolutely. He just needed some... Um, <clears throat> Continuity playing in the seniors because he just come back from an injury and I yeah. think he's fitted in really well. Um, and obviously they've got um, their Mister Fixit and Blixarves mm. can play anywhere. I agree with some of the commentators. I thought, yeah, it was good what he did in the ruck. But if he comes up against the the best of the best rucks in the comp, um, come finals like Grundy and Nick Nat, he, he'll get monstered. He's not quite that good, but that I won't matter for John. I, I think <clears throat> they'll have everything. Well, actually, uh, at bay, regardless of who's in the ruck, I think they're, they're so strong in every other department. doesn't really matter. Well, their ruck situation actually did work quite well in the end. Yeah. Um, Dangerfield, awful accuracy again. He hit the point post on the full, like it, like virtually in front. It's yeah. it's unbelievable. Like, he's very thank, good at a lot of other elements. Thank the goodness for Gablet. Uh, for Gablet. For G. Ablett. We call him Gablet. Call yeah. Gablet. Yeah. Oh, Gablet. It sounds like a long-lost X-Men character. Or something out of uh, Lord of the Rings. I mean, oh, Gambit, Gab- actually. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little Gablet there. It's following people around. Um, goals. <laughs> I thought Parfit was really good. Mize was really good. Again. Dalhouse was very good. Oh, they don't, there's not yeah. too many bad players no. week in, week out at that time. And if there are, they get the arse and someone else comes in and yeah, does got pretty well. Someone in the in the wings waiting, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And Adelaide, look, it's hard to falter them. They just came up against a very good side at their home grounds. Yeah. Crows, I thought, tired out too. Like, they look yeah. pretty knackered by the end of the game. I mean, they're going to have to work on, I think, in the offseason. You know, well, this is what they said they were going to do after 17. And then that didn't work out so well. No. Playing the Richmond theme song in a bus. But I think... Um, and picked up a hack that looks good at another yeah. club. 
Well, that's the thing. I mean, let's talk a bit about that. So we'll pivot to the Crows. Like, Bryce Gibbs, what, what, what is going on? He looks like a completely different player. He, feel, he feels... He looks like he's disenfranchised with what's going on at the club and how he's been treated. Yeah. Or something to Or something effect. pretty serious is going on behind closed doors. And there's been a lot of rumours, but nothing has been actually confirmed. Oh, they've, so already, told it. they've already said he's going to St Kilda. Oh, I'd, I'd be playing like that. Oh, he'll definitely no. get a job. Some, uh, well, oh, yeah, he's a good player. He'll, he'll get, get something. Get somewhere. a job somewhere. Post he'll him. get a job. He'll probably, you know, hopefully doesn't get eaten by the dad dog. No, exactly. But um, I don't know. He looks. It, he's a shadow of the player he was, though. Absolutely. Ironically, and Carlton look like they might have made... Well, no, they're not really made the right choice, but I think... Yeah, it's, still. In, it's interesting in, in whether he, he wants to spend more time in the midfield, and that's why he's like having a little sook. I, I, don't, I don't know. It just looks bizarre that yeah. he... Has his form has dropped off so much when he's playing at the club that he desperately wanted to go to? Yeah. So yeah, bizarre. Well, he tried bizarre. to get there the year but before, and it still didn't work. But everything about the Crows is bizarre. Yeah. As far as something every year, something bizarre, something strange it. happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess just on rumours before we keep going. Um, yes, we did in terms of comments and stuff. Yes, we did hear about the news. Uh, around Fantasia, it's I mean it's completely unsubstantiated at this point. It could well and truly be true. It could well and truly be fake. There's not anything to say, really. No, no, no. It is pretty funny this notion of getting Ryder back though. That's pretty ridiculous. That's yeah. not going to happen. Um, yeah, just go back and remember the reasons why he left. And yeah, yeah. it was only in the ancient year of 2014. Yeah. Um, the other thing, as well as obviously we saw the Dane Beams thing, but yeah, I, mean, I think it was pretty pretty clear that he was probably going to take time off so yeah and plus he's injured anyway so yeah and I think he's got a fairly long term <coughs> injury as well so yeah. uh, anyway that was news, that game news not news no it's not really and he'll yeah well, who knows um, that's that game I, look I, I, I enjoyed it it was the end particularly was good to watch yep um, it was very frustrating because the Cats had about 10,000 chances to end it and they kept hitting the post hitting the hitting post, the post yeah. hitting the post I forgot what a goal looked like for a while there. Uh, Saturday games, Hawks, Eagles. Eagles by 6.71 to 77. This was a good game. They yep. scrapped it out. The scrapped Eagles it. played the conditions better. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was a classic sort of old wintry, wintry weather, Muddy. slow game. Um, a bit like the Geelong Crows game, even though the Hawks got out to like a, almost, a, I think it might have been a 20-point lead or at least three-goal lead. You never really felt that they were going to win the game. It always no. felt like the Eagles were going to get on top of them. And uh, obviously, Shuey is just elite. That last quarter was uh, phenomenal for for him. And Amazing, yeah. And He's so good. Yeah, um, Not a bad return for Nick Nat. Like, limited game time. 40, yeah. 41 hitouts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, he looks very good. Not, and not that, bad. I think they made and the right... shitty conditions. Yeah, exactly. I think they made the right decision in waiting... Um, and not bring him in until he was one hundred and ten percent. Yeah, I was surprised. He's, he's such some, a good player. Yeah, I was surprised that some people thought they did bring but, him back even a week. I'm like, hang on, he was about ready three weeks ago. I thought they were yeah, he's been ready perfectly for, ages. for yeah. him. Yeah. He, like, he, he could have played well and truly before the bye. Yeah, and and then obviously, I mean, Jamie Cripps, he he's never really gets talked about, and he was in the right position. All game, and obviously, right, the, the moment that meant the most, uh, kicking that winning goal about uh, with a minute to go. Um, yeah, look, West Coast have, have been building. They've obviously, like a lot of clubs that win premierships, the first half of the next year can be a bit slow. 
uh, obviously a little bit of a late start to the preseason, but they know how long the season's going. Um, mm. And we'll talk about another team, that's a recent flag winner, uh, who I think is in the same boat, and I think West Coast probably will finish top two now. I think it's a chance. Yeah, they look really, really good. Um, yeah, we talked a lot about West Coast. I mean, Kennedy, I thought, marked it really well. Um, it, they didn't really miss McGovern in the end. No. Which shows how good they are, really. Um, but in terms of the Hawks, I mean, they had they started the game well. Really good urgency, I thought, as well. The Eagles were a bit sluggish, but they did capitalise on that quite well. Um, you know, they, they were good. I mean, that's the thing. You can't say... A better performance. Better, yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, they still I mean, lost the game. Yeah. Shields was, was really good, I thought. Amir, I think, had a pretty good game as well. Yeah, Poppy, well, even Poppy was probably a bit better. Not great. Not, well, it hasn't been great all... But no. yeah, we, everyone who's listens to this show knows what I think about Poppy's season. Um, yeah, but cool. he did have a little bit better uh, showing. I thought Warple was very good again yeah. for most of the game. And, yeah, I guess it's just that season, Hawthorne... Aren't winning a lot of games, but they're not getting belted. I think they've only lost one game by over six goals all year, so, yeah, or two, something like that. Hawks, I thought, were pretty inaccurate when it mattered as well, and that 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 obviously doesn't help. Um, and I think there was a there was a period there where Hawthorne's entries to the advantage side of the fifty going in was a lot better as the game kind of went on, but they just didn't capitalize on it enough. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, but they did come back very heavily in the third quarter and put gave themselves a real chance and only just lost the game. Really, it was only a goal, so no, still pretty close. Pretty close, and you can't go too hard when the reality is that you know go slightly the other way. Well, that's the thing that that <coughs> kick, that kick in from Burgoyne. If that goes over the back of that pack and they push forward, who knows what happens? So you got to roll the dice when you're in that situation. So yeah. look, yeah, it was a better performance by the Hawks, and they've probably given over the last two or three weeks. Mm. Uh, again, as we said, it just shows the class of West Coast and over McGovern and they were able to um, win it in conditions that they are not very used to playing in. No, and all the with all the criticism of, of Frawley as well over the years, I did think, he again, he, he does have a very good record over Kennedy. And again, he's yeah, there's some forwards to, that he to minimal. Had, well, yeah, Kennedy Score. went goalless. Yeah. So, yeah, he's done that a few times. It doesn't help that Darling kicked five, though. Darling, that's the problem. Is, well, yeah. that that's the thing with with um, West Coast is you one you let one off the chain yeah. because you've held the other one. and Yeah. yeah and that's you need a seriously good defence to hold them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. The captain was too busy pinching people and mm. stomping on heads. Pinching, bunching first of the yeah. Cool. Uh, that's that game. Uh, I, yeah, look, Eagles obviously I think going to be well and truly entrenched into the top four, and Hawks I think that's it. Bottom four. Um, uh, Swans Suns I think we basically skip this game. There's nothing to take out of it. Um, the Suns were good for a half, and then that was it. And that's happened for weeks now. So that's that game. Yeah. Um, Sydney I think were good without Buddy. Um, you know a lot of their kids I thought performed pretty well. But there's really not much to take out of it. There was that ridiculous score review at the end, which was you know embarrassing as usual. Yeah, another one. No, embarrassing. Um, yeah, look, that, that game just went to according to script. There was there's nothing. Well, neither really team's playing finals. I mean, let's let's be serious. I mean, I, I cannot see Sydney playing finals. There's still two two games in a massive like, percentage. They, I mean, obviously it's possible. Yeah, it's possible mathematically, but they would have to. They really do have a good right se- home. Well, they'd have. I know, but they'd have to seriously start winning. Well, three or four teams above them will have to start losing teams as well. That's yeah. the other thing. So that's it's, that's it's all they can win and win and win. But if those teams above them don't, it would lose, be a so. miracle again if they were to do that. Yeah. I think crazy. Um, crazy to think. So, but yeah, look, 
No, I did, did. It wasn't much to talk about that game. No. No. Um, Collingwood North, 37 to 81. This had a lot of talking points, but for not great reasons. This was a terrible game. It, it looked like it was... I mean, look, from a North fan's perspective, it was great. I mean, from a neutral fan, <laughs> not great. And from a Collingwood fan, a nightmare. Yeah. It was appalling. So Kangaroos by 44 points. Yeah, massive. And I mean, they're more likely... Just, I mean, it's a long shot. They're more likely, based on form, to play finals than Sydney. And um, Collingwood has got some concerns, I think, personally. Um, yeah. Some people out there think this is just one of those games. And they'll bounce back. And look, they'll when we talk about the preview, I'm sure they'll get over the top of Hawthorne. But my, my concern is them finishing top four, yeah. which look like uh, absolute... Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, guarantee almost two weeks ago, but their form at the moment is it's been bit, awful, bit bit iffy, and to they lose, tired. yeah. To, and that's the thing. Obviously, they've done so well with such a depleted list with so many injuries. Is that starting to catch up with them now? I think so. Um, and and so so many players in and out. There hasn't been the same continuity yeah, I think the depth's last been year. Tested. Yeah. I, that's what I. That's one of the things I took out of the game. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, look, North Melbourne uh, started the season so. I mean, this could have been much, much worse. I mean, Ben Brown's first four shots and goals. Were it should horrible. have been a lot. This, this game should have been a lot worse. So this final score, yeah. five seven to eleven fifteen. Eleven fifteen. So this should have been more like. And there were some of those shots are, are a joke that were missed. So it should have been more like nineteen goals. Uh, there's another six or seven they should have got. Yeah, absolutely. That is, that is appalling that, that it went. I mean, they obviously won, but they should have won by a long, long way. Yeah, I think Goldstein um, accounted for um, Grundy pretty well as well. Yeah. And as I think you and I have both said, Grundy, I mean, Grundy's the elite Ruckman of the year thus far, but I would say um, Goldstein is very close to being second uh, with his influence that he's starting to have for North Melbourne, he's been good and underrated because he's not in a you know Showtime sort of team. But yeah, yeah, and he's not getting 50, 60 no. hit outs or thirty or forty and two. And there are goals. a bunch of good ruckmen. Obviously, Gorn's very good as well. Oh yeah, yeah, Gorn's yeah. probably number two, and I would say Goldstein's probably getting close to that top three now. Yeah. Just his influence that he has for the North Melbourne team, not maybe on the biggest scheme of football, but for his team, I think he yeah. does extremely well. Um, the other thing too, just we'll obviously talk about North before North fans get really angry, but we will definitely do it. But um, old mate Collingwood, so I mean, they were down as well. I mean, I'm not trying to make excuses, but they were down Sire and Reed quite quickly into the game. True. Um, so that's something I guess to take. But yeah, they were appalling in every facet. Um, Cunnington was amazing. Um, Twenty contestants, obviously outrageous. Yeah, he's a beast. He's a beast. Uh, Simkin, I thought was really good. Yeah. Zabel again. Um, Zeebs again. Yeah, a lot of their kids were fantastic. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, they, they they look like a really good side. Yeah. And defensively, it's one of the best performances I've seen I was gonna say, a Robbie, team play all year. I was going to say, and Robbie. physically really good. Robbie Tarrant. Oh, they were. Tarrant was actually. Robbie well, Tarrant looks like he could be. They were like the proper type psychos. Yeah. Just didn't give Collingwood an inch anywhere. No. So, no, I think a lot of team coaches will be who have got Collingwood for the rest of the year will re- watch that game over and over just to see how... North Melbourne set up their structures yeah. uh, and will try to follow as best they can to emulate that because it obviously was very, very, very effective against the Pies, which yeah. is usually one of the harder teams to uh, stop their, their run and carry with the ball. Yeah. I mean, they, they were fantastic all day. I mean, it, it's a funny one to talk about because you can't really not talk about 
reassure and does he get the job because he's been really good. And it's so, do you know what I mean? And, and on top of it, North are probably almost certainly not going to play finals. It's hard because the story out of this game really is Collingwood's like just like off the cliff form in the last two weeks. Yeah. And that's the problem again. I guess North kind of gets the second fiddle storyline, which I know North fans really hate, but I, I wish the story was <clears throat> how good North were. Yeah. That's kind of morphed into will Rishaw get the job, I think, because of how good they've been. Of so course. I guess if you're a North fan, I guess take a bit of a solace, I guess, in that the media's and kind of writing a, a bit about that. I was going to say, and had the yeah. underdogs, it's worked for them in the past. It's worked, yeah. yeah so. I, I don't think they care anymore. You have to not care. Yeah. Well, if you care, you'd be upset every day. Um, but yeah, look, I think fantastic performance. Not, can North make finals? Obviously, they can mathematically. If they keep playing like this, yeah, I mean, I mean, there's they, there's some talk that May Jack Daw could come back into that team. Oh, it as sounds well. like he's going to play this week. Yeah, that's. I mean, they did a press conference early in the week, but VF, surely VFL he won't wouldn't come back straight in the AFL. I, don't I mean, know. I mean, he's, I mean, athletically he's a freak, so he can mm. probably see out a game even if it was like three quarters out of four or whatever um, it'd be more about he's, he's he's shown over the years because he's new to the game mm. his inability to read the play or well, the ball he just started getting good at it though yeah but I think because he hasn't played for so yeah, long exactly. I think he would it's need a uh, bit of time but great great to hear that he's um, he's going to be playing oh, some type of football really good this week or next week um, and that's just another plus for, for the for the Ruse and yeah look based on their form of the last three to four weeks mm. They and they showed a little bit before that as well. They just weren't winning. Um, yeah, they're, they're an outside chance, but I honestly I don't think probably not. I think seven out of the eight teams in currently sitting in the eight stay, and there's one more spot up for grabs, and there's probably three or four teams um, chasing that spot. The Saturday night upsets it continued again in SA. So Port forty one to sixty six lost to the Dogs by twenty five points. So the wow. most inconsistent, consistent team. In the league, so six weeks in a row, they win, loss, win, win loss, yeah. So they so put them down for a win this week. Well, yeah, and they'll lose the following, and then lose the following one. So and again, like what a display in Absurd. horrible conditions. I mean, they were great. Have, Dogs any, were fantastic. Has, have you seen a better quarter in shit conditions by a player? Than Bont's first quarter, probably not. Was he was there, yeah. insane. Well, he was Bartel sort of because he was yeah. unbelievable. People forget how good he was. In the wet, he's one of the best wet weather players. I've oh, of course, seen. yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was unbelievable. It set the tone. Obviously, that's a cliche, and it's been repeated over and over all this no, week. One week at a time. One week at a time. But he did. He set the tone for his team, and they just went on with it and yeah. carried it through to the end and played four quarters and got four <laughs> points. <laughs> um, funnily enough, I mean, this just this shows efficiency about as well as it can. The scoreline five eleven to ten six. Yeah, it's flipped. Flips and that's what happens. And that's what happens. You get the, the biscuits. Accuracy and efficiency. Yeah, is king. I mean, he's king this year. Top of the ladder. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, lots of again, lots more question marks hang over Port Adelaide. Yeah, I think a lot of people were pretty harsh on Ollie Wines. I mean, yeah, he didn't have a very good game. It's like he hasn't played much this year. So, mm. give him a bit of a chance. Uh, I think Dixon was pretty good. Yeah. Again, he's coming back. They're going to have to bring some of these players. The funny thing is, they my take those away, old players that they didn't have. Yeah, I mean that's my takeaway from a Port perspective. We've spoken about how good the dogs are, and they were very good. I mean, who knows what's going to happen with them this year? They're not playing finals, I don't think either. But with Port, 
you know, they, they've obviously been so inconsistent, as we pointed out. Hinkley makes the decision to drop big-name players, you know, New Rockley from Westoff and all these guys. And it looked like it worked and got everybody playing on the edge. And, and then, then they had a great win. And then they've come back out again and lost. They've gone back to losing again. So he can't drop players every week. Not that many. He can't be a psycho every week and not just completely live on the edge yeah. every single week in order not to get results. Rockcliffe has arguably, arguably been their best player all year. He got, he got like, do you see his stats yeah, in, in his handful? He got like 53 and like two or three goals. Yeah. And Westhoff could be arguably the second best player that Port have had all year. So, mm. yeah, I, I thought it was a bit... Strange. I don't know what. I just don't know what they're going to do. If you're Hinkley, you'd be thinking, well, "What do I do? I scared him. That didn't work. It only got one win." Yeah, he needs to bring West off and Rockcliffe back this week. Oh, as a bear without bear a doubt, because they were a busted ass. But it's it's now an awkward situation. Well, who do you drop next? Both and wines. Like, do you know what I mean? Does he just go start going every week? <laughs> he just throws two bigger names out of a hat and oh, goes back. Maybe that's what they do. A little raffle. He and Costa, you get yeah. with a hat. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I, it's just a very awkward situation. It's very Port Adelaide, isn't it? Very weird and unusual, and who knows what's going on. Uh, but yeah, look, it hasn't. I mean, they're, they're, they're probably the team that's going to miss out and play finals again this year because of their inconsistencies. Um, Sunday's games Saints, Richmond. Oh, this was a good game. It was good, very good to watch, at least the first half. Really high scoring, 70 to 103. Uh, Tigs by 33 in the end, but there was a lot of goals. We saw heaps of goals at the start. It was end-to-end, yep. offense first, attack, 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 and it was really good to watch. Like This type was of game probably you... one of the best passages of, of a, a game most for most of the year. Yeah, and in the type of game Finally. I've, I've, I've always come to expect on the Marvel Stadium surface. It should be fast. And this game was very yeah, fast. No, it was, was good. Was, it was very good. It, it was a very good game. Yeah. It slowed down in the end, but it was a good game. Well... It slowed down because Richmond went, no, we're going to win this. Yeah. And they put on some defensive clamps. And obviously, with some of their senior players back that have been out for a while, they just are starting to show signs of a team that knows what September is all about. Mm. It's another season, so they just got to get there and they're starting to build now. And they'll get some more of those key pillars back over the next few weeks. Yeah, And this is, I mean... Good win, like 30-odd points. Uh, they need a few of those because their percentage is pretty woeful. Yeah. Um, and I think they've got a, f- a run home between now and the end of the year where they can build momentum with wins, get a little bit more percentage, and uh, potentially, and it's, a, it's a big big if, but potentially get a top four spot. But I think fully fit or 85 to 95% of their full list, I think, Richmond are a pretty good side, and they showed that against the Saints. They're good. They're good enough, and I think they're going to win. Uh, I think they will win a good chunk of their remaining games, three quarters at least, and then they'll, they'll make the eight. But yeah. the question is, in what state they're going to be when they do make the eight? And even if France does come back, um, he's not going to be playing until at least first mm. week of finals, or right at the end of the home yeah. away. At the best case scenario, realistically. So even if that all comes together. And they're all fit and firing, and the form starts to pick up again. I, I just don't think this is their year. Like it would be such an insane miracle for them to win the flag this year. Like I just don't think. It's just, oh, I just yeah. don't think it's their year. No, I'm not going. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far, Jesse. I mean, I, mainly because Age Long have had a ridiculously good season. No yeah. injuries or really you no know, key injuries. Um, so they've got that continuity and a belief and whatnot. I guess. 
from a, a um, mutual perspective um, and just being a fan of Richmond, seeing the Mosquito fleet start to gel again and kick goals and, yeah. and, and, and be a bit more defensive focused in the forward line really, really helps their setup and their structure. Yeah. I, I think because he's so good, it goes unnoticed, but what I noticed a lot about Dustin Martin is he really doesn't have a left foot at all and I think a good tagger is going to take advantage of that if you watch he, he it's only his elite skills that gets him out of certain situations but I think if someone cottons on to just he had so many opportunities mm. to just set the, the play up on his left foot oh he was really good um, but he's very good I mean yeah no, no, the I'm team was really good Cotchin yeah. was good yeah. yeah I just think if he can get a left foot he'll become a, a player that nobody can match on the field. Yeah, Sydney Stack was really good, obviously. Sydney Stack, yeah. Had a forward. very, very good game. Uh, four goals, great mark. I uh, thought Chol was really Chol. good as well. I think because of how good Stack was, I don't think Chol's been talking about as much. I thought he was fantastic. No, and now they've got three movable big men that they can play around the forward line. I, yeah. think, I think that makes Richmond become even more unpredictable mm. for the rest of the season if yeah. they go with those three with um, the likelihood that Rewatt's back this week or next. Yeah, I mean, the Saints, we'll have to wear the Saints well. I thought Lambert was really good. Um, I thought Lynch Lynch was heavily criticised throughout the game on, on social media, as he always is. But I thought he was pretty good, to be honest. Um, I think he defended really well. Um, like at least Crash packs, took marks, <clears throat> yeah, got the ball to ground. Know. He's such a criticised, heavily criticised player. Yeah, because he's not going to kick 100 goals this year. Well, who I don't is? Think, yeah, who is? Um, yeah, he came in with... I think a lot of people had massively high expectations. I think him. people wanted to calm down. Calm yeah. down. Yeah, he just had a pretty average injury too. Yeah, and he's had to take on the main forward role for a big chunk of the year so far. Because trying three what's been out, and he's trying to get over the mental scars of being up in the Gold Coast. Well, yeah, like not he, this whole winning business is like new to him. Um, the Saints' pace, I thought, was pretty good. Pressure was good. Transition was fantastic. Really good like, signs they were, next they year. They were really good. Yeah, yeah really good signs thing. next year. For the I think I think he's going to be one of the more unlucky sacked coaches, but I still I still think he's going to get the ass. Yeah, I think they'll. I think the board will stick by their guns and and the criteria of what he had to do to get another contract yeah. renewal, unless he wins. Four more games for the next for the season, but I think that will trigger his next contract if he wins four more. Yeah, but I can't say that happening. No, um, no, that which is no, well, he needs to make finals to start that trigger, so that's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Uh, yeah, good game. And then Lions, uh, Melbourne, same old game, really. I mean, D's were really much the same. Yeah, it was um, I mean, better was... at times, but still lost. Well, yeah. And ultimately, you take Zorko and uh, oh my Rafa lookalike out of the, out of the uh, Lions side. They probably don't win, so they weren't convincing. Um, uh, it was pretty lethargic effort by Brisbane. I mean, I know everyone's going oh this and that. It's good. No, they did what they had to do against a woeful team, and mm. they were lucky to get away with it. Had Hitwood didn't have that. Yeah, 15 minutes. And, and then Zorko, yeah, and then Zorko obviously having a blinder second half especially, then, yeah, they sort of uh, weren't as convincing as they have been. Uh, not to say they're not going to play finals and probably go deep, but mm. they need to play a bit better um, against a team like Melbourne um, before I'm convinced of their premiership tilt. Um, I think skills going inside 50 really for both teams was pretty poor. Like it was end-to-end of the 50s, 
But then once it went from there, I thought it was pretty poor going inside. And there was some awful accuracy again in this game, which yep. is very 2019. 2019. Um, what do we think about the D's defenders in May and Frost Fine. in a big argument? Fine. Oh, it just shows where Melbourne's at, really. But yeah, just uh, arguing live just show, on the field just, just shows, shows you where the state of the game is. Oh, we've got nothing else better to do with our TV camera. So this, this is only on these two. But that happens actually quite frequently. I yeah, mean, it happens all the time. You speak to every player; they all say Melbourne were losing, so that's why it, it tends yeah, to happen. Yeah. Well, I did they'd have been winning. Nobody would have gone. They would have gone. Yeah. yeah, you and I both commented though that it was a little bit poor. That the Melbourne captains slash leaders, yeah, just, I think that was more disappointing. They didn't step did in nothing. or didn't even stand in on the conversation. No, that, nothing. That's what yeah, just ignored it. That 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 would concern. How me often as, does it happen? If they're just like, oh, yeah, well, that would concern again, another me argument. as a coach or as a Melbourne supporter is that the yeah the captains are not even interested in the conversations that are going on with their, no, their players. Um, and if it had been any other player other than Stephen May, who's been there for two seconds. And turned up overweight and and still looks unfit. overweight. He um, looks all right now. Oh, that might be just him normally. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh well, he did have a t- couple of months, uh, twelve months with uh, Stuart Jew, so didn't he? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, cut. You got to get a bit of yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, had it been any other player other than Stephen May, I don't think this would have even been a story. So um, they seem to get on with it. They didn't win the game, so it doesn't really matter. I uh, could not care no. about Melbourne anymore. Melbourne, Melbourne have burnt many bridges this year. Um, yeah, Lions chalked up another win. They'll, yep. they'll play finals. Uh, Fremantle v Carlton in an absolutely hilarious game in the end. 75-79 Blues by four points and a miracle finish. Miracle. It was a miracle that I think everyone's been waiting for from Carlton, Carlton. Uh, to get over. And at the same time, I think deep down... We're, all we're waiting for Freo just to have another choke at home. Because yeah, I mean, they're, they're pretty so good. Many close ones. Yeah. Eventually, they're going to have a, a and, miss, and it happens. So. And just the, uh, it was a good game, actually. It was, yeah, it was good. there was some comedy of errors throughout the game, scattered yeah. throughout the game, though. And you sit there, you go. It felt like something crazy. How was in the, yeah, how are Fremantle in the eight? How? Yeah. And, but they should never have lost this game. And, no. And uh, good on Carlton for getting up. Um, a little bit of hysteria around old mate Murphy. He kicked an amazing goal. Yeah. He was not the best player on the field. No, it was a very good play, but... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And obviously, he's much better very suited to player, the midfield at least that than happens. the halfback yeah. flank or the forward flank. Absolutely. And um, just some freedom there for him to play. And they did it without Cripps. They did it with Mackay. And honestly, we think we both mentioned this last week that we thought it would be silly for Carlton to play... Crips, and yes, he may have an injury, but I don't think they would have risked him on that surface anyway. No. Although it was raining, so it might have been soft enough for him anyway. <laughs> well, who knows? Who it knows? might still be concrete. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So if you missed the game, so obviously you no know, Crips, as we said, Kerno, uh, Charlie Inf- variety, uh, yeah, injury, injury almost immediately, so four weeks, Minimum. three to four. Yeah, and I mean, I think it could be longer than that. Yeah, I think it could be longer, yeah. longer too, because he's a tall player, so it might just take a little bit longer to yeah, get it right. Well, yeah, yeah um, I thought his brother was amazing. He, Ed was our captain. Yeah, yeah. Um, might actually get the captaincy next year. Who knows? Pretty physical game. Blues. I thought forward pressure was really good. Um, I thought really good effort from the boys. Really, that it was, was the yeah. best way. To yeah, they've been like, they've it, really. been just chipping away. 
over the last probably five or six weeks and they finally chipped away enough to break a team that, oh, let's be honest, don't have much of a backbone so they've probably just got lazy and went, oh. Is Mitch McGovern the worst contract at the moment? No. He's got to be up there. He's being paid good money. I mean, he's, and he's it's the most, probably the most overpaid. But oh, I no, well, that's, yeah, I think that's, oh, that's yeah. kind of what I'm insinuating. Like, I think he's... You got paid he overs, been, big overs. <laughs> to say the least, he has been very poor. I think Hawthorne is still paying out Vickery. No, I think they got rid of that. No, they <laughs> they, figured, got they, got, they that. finally got rid of that. They got rid of that, yeah. yeah. Um, they rattled the tins. They t- <laughs> Didn't want another merger. Oh, no more. Just, no, um, <laughs> yeah, he, he, he probably needs to step up a little bit more, but... I think Carlton don't. I think Carlton should be playing him in the back line, not in the forward line. So yeah. Anyway, uh, that's that good, game. good win. Good win for the Blues. Good win. I think Freer won enough games to make a very serious push into the eight. I think. I still think. I think the eight might be set actually. But anyway, we'll have that conversation at the end. Uh, yeah. Next round. So obviously the upcoming round starting this Friday: Hawthorne versus Collingwood. Fifteenth, can you believe it? Versus second at the G. Hawks have lost four in a row. Um, the old mate Pies. What do we think? I, uh, yeah, look. Bounce back pies? Well, one of the teams is going to bounce back, aren't they? Um, well, they'll have to, yeah. Have to, and neither are convincing, but based on the whole year's form, yeah, pies. Uh, I think pies will bounce back. Unless yeah. Jason Dunstall, Dan Brown, and Luke Hodge. It would be hilarious. And Mitchell come back for Hawthorne. Um, then, yeah, no, nah, it's not going to happen. Pies for me. You could see Clarko doing one of these funny upsets, though. I, I, I've been I, waiting for it for a month, and a it while. hasn't happened. Yeah, I think so. probably pies, but it, uh, yeah, who knows? I think it'd be closer than most people expected. Yeah. yeah. Um, Essendon versus the Sydney Swans. Well, yeah, 12th. wow. So, Very close game. game. And Essendon Sydney, have to, Well, they both have to win it. Well, whoever wins this is... Going to have, chance, yeah, it yeah. has a chance, and the loser, I think, just the amount becomes too big. It is one of those, as we say, be like a mini final because it, yeah. is, it is really seriously getting I, I, to that I, point. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, my only concern is it's Sydney at the MCG minus Buddy, and Buddy loves the MCG and loves playing Essendon. Yeah, and he does. He, he just thrives on that. He's not going to play though. But he, no, he's not playing. No. Um, but <laughs> then, but Blakey's been pretty buddy good for them. Um, does good, he love the G? I've never seen him there. No. Yeah, never seen him there. Um, uh, I'm going to go with the bomb, bomb Braves, I think, because Sinclair's not going to be playing for Sydney now. Oh, yeah. He just came to shot twice. Yeah, that was um, So, Alir Alir versus Zach Clark or... And Port Adelaide's new recruit, Arazio Fantasia. Oh, he'll course. be really good. Oh, well, he'll light up. He knows, knows that there's contract talks now, so... Yeah, exactly. Dollars. Dollars. Um, contract yeah. year, as they say in the NBA. <laughs> exactly right. Um, <laughs> now, Don's for me. Yes. What do you reckon? Donnie's, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Suns versus Richmond, 18th versus 7th. Upset. You reckon Suns? Surely. Suns by 10 goals. Oh, no, massive upset. No, Richmond yeah. are going to pummel them. I think they'll, because they need percentage too, so this yeah. will be a big percent game, you would imagine. Uh, Crows versus the Power, 6th versus 9th. Oh, this is... Uh, the Derby. Derby Derby. cares? Derby Derby. Kill each other. Draw. Nah, this will be a good game. This will, I think this will actually be quite a good game. I'm looking forward yeah, to it'll be this. murder at Adelaide Oval. Like, I, both teams will be fuming I think the over losses. I think the Crows will win this. I think they're a better team. They're more reliable. Yeah, but Port lost last week, so I'm going Port. 
Because of the one well, yep. I don't think that's going to go for the entire season. Yeah, I think it might. <laughs> that would be ridiculous. Yeah. And a statistical anomaly. But they'd have to start breaking a record if they did it no. a few more weeks. Crows for me. Uh, dogs, cats. 13th versus 1st at Marvel. Yeah, see, because it's a Marvel, this is, I reckon, a bit close game. game. And... Closed roof. Closed roof. Permanent for the rest of the year. I I mean, close game, but I'll have to go Cats. Yeah, I think you... Yeah, it's a bit of malpractice not to go for the Cats. But I, that said, I... Yeah. Dogs were very good. That's the thing. If they played the way they played against Richmond at Marvel... The thing is, and pumped them by nearly ten goals. Then yeah, then then it's on. But yeah. I don't see the them cats, turning that up. Cats again. have got an amazing defense. Who's the forward line? What's the forward line of the dogs? Mm. Shaky. Well, he's not reliable. No. And that's all I know. I mm. mean, so yeah, no. The defense will stop the the dogs from scoring enough. Uh, so what do we think? Cats, cats, me. cats. Yep. Uh, and then another derby, derby in WA. Frio v Eagle. Yeah, well, you'd expect you probably think Hogan doesn't play, mm. and well, McCarthy was good, um, okay. so he's probably not going to play that well again this no. week. Yeah, um, Bradley Hill, wait and see. He might not play. So yeah, West Coast. Uh, West Coast for me, but, but I reckon it'll be a good same. game. Yeah, yeah, I think Freya would do another big game. Uh, and then Carton, oh wow, Battle of the Busted Ass, Carlton versus Melbourne, 17th versus 16th. I wasn't going to tip any of these teams for the rest of the year. So you have to tip a draw. We haven't had a draw yet, and there almost always is at least one. Um, I'm going Melbourne. Melbourne? Yeah. I think... I don't know why. I would love Carlton to win. Oh, I would that love... That would be delicious. I, put it this way, if Cripps is back... <laughs> it would be... Yeah, if Cripps mm, plays... If Cripps if comes back... Happen. Crips comes I hope back they win by change. a point. On the, or sorry. by a hundred. On one or the other. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would love Carlton. I'd want to... That I want one extreme or the other. Yeah, I would love to see Carlton win. After the siren, McGarvin kicks a I point. I don't care. To beat them. I'll take some mark like he did against West. Yeah, and kicks a point. But, but like West. screws the kick, but it still goes through for a point. Oh, mongrel punt. Might be a punt. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think... I'll, I'll stuff it. I'm going to go... Can. I really want to tip Carlton. It'd be Go so tip funny. Tip I'll tip Carlton. Yeah, tip Carlton. It. You're, you're miles ahead in the tips. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> North versus the Saints. A draw. Another draw. No, this is the, the draws. Draw. This is the draw. This is the draw. So yeah. you think this will be at Bloodstone and Tassie? Yeah. No, I think no, North, North, North will win this game. Yeah. North pretty comfortably, I think. They'll beat the Saints pretty heavily. Um, that could be the sack game. And then um, the Giants versus... This is a very good game in the Twilight. Another good Twilight game. Twilight there, game. There has yeah. been... Look, I think Fox still complained they were getting a lot of shithouse games. But this and is they were like, genuinely... Well, what's the point of, of giving us the rights to play these Sunday games and giving us uh, Sunday night games, giving us gut, like rap versus rap? Yeah. But now they've started getting a yeah, bit 4v5. Better. Yeah, 4v5. Yeah. Giants, Brisbane Lions. Probably the, as far as I went... Two of the three most exciting teams to watch, along with the Cats, I think. Yeah. And so I reckon it will be a belter. Hopefully they both play really free-flowing games, and it's like 110 to 118 or something. That'd be great. I'm I'm going with Giants, though, because it's at their home. Yeah, you got to go with the Giants, but... And they lost last week, so they yeah. got to bounce back. And they, you know, they shouldn't have lost. I think they'd be pretty burnt from that Essendon loss. Yeah, I think so. Um, so that is our tips. So recap: uh, we both think the both pies, pies. Yeah. over the Hawks. We both think that the Bombays, uh, Bombays over the Sydney Swans. 
We both think Richmond over the Suns. Uh, We're going to we split the, split the uh, showdown. Yep, showdown. Yep. So, so you're going Crows, Crows. I'm going Power. Uh, and then the Doggies versus the Catters. Both Cats. Cats. Uh, WA. Derby Derby. Did we Eagles? split that? I'm, no, going, I'm going Eagles. Eagles. But, um, yeah, no, and we're Eagles. not going to be upset. Oh, it's not going to be surprising if there's an upset with Freo. Well, there's a few, this is actually a much better round than yeah, last week. absolutely. Um, and then Battle of the Busted Ass. Oh, Battle of the Busted Ass. <laughs> I've gone with the D. I've gone Carlton. But I want Carlton to win. Yeah, that would be fantastic. And then North versus the Saints North down in Tassie. Yeah, it's down on the Saints. So yeah. St. Kilda won't know what to do there. No, and then Giants v. Brisbane. Well, they're tired as well. And Giants v. Brisbane. Yeah. Giants. That is our tips. That is our tips. Uh, there's not so many questions. It's more statements. I think that's it. Take yeah, it could it. be a surprising draw that, uh, that last game on Sunday. But there's a few games there that could be a draw. Oh, so Jake has asked one question here. Um, so, who's the best chance to sneak into the finals for the late run of wins? So, let's bring up the ladder. Yeah, so for me... It's, you went through this the other day, and I thought this was interesting. So. Yeah, so for, for me, on paper right now, and just on a bit of form, I would say that Essendon have probably got the best run home. And, I mean, Port Adelaide and North Melbourne have got a tough, tough run home, even though they've been playing some really good football. Same with Sydney. Sydney, though, I mean, the minus buddy, which that, that sort of precludes um, no, my understanding. And they're, and they're a couple of games and percentage. So yeah. for me, it's I think... It's 11th to 9th. Is the, yeah. They're the three teams. Yeah, I think, yeah. Obviously, the three first the, the three teams that are currently sitting out of the eight and Fremantle, the four, those, they're, they're the four sides for me that are going to take that final spot or, yeah. or fight for that final spot. Um, I think from Richmond, who are sitting seventh up, will all play finals. Richmond have got uh, a balanced draw home. It's got some easy games with some tough games, which they basically have asked for. So, And then every other team above them, um, I think, without something cat- catastrophic happening, uh, Adelaide, everyone up, they've got enough wins on the board and yeah. a percentage to stay where they are. So in terms of teams that can like genuinely make it, Saints aren't going to make it, Hawthorne aren't going to make it, Saints no. aren't going to make it. Dogs aren't going to make it. Sydney, I, don't, I think it'll be too tough, particularly with their percentage. Um, you know, they're only, only on 96. And the thing is, is though, they play Essendon. I mean, that's the thing. Not enough they, wins. Not enough wins. Uh, if they get up against Essendon, that, that changes things. Um, <clears throat> but we've both tipped Essendon, so... Uh, yeah, I think Essendon is the one for me that could trump... I, I just don't have the confidence in Port. Um, I think Essendon is the one that could... Uh, take Freo's position at eighth. Yeah, same. That's the that's the only one I think can change. Otherwise, I I, I would be pretty. Yeah. I think I'd be pretty. To be honest, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if that's the final. Fremantle. I, I don't no. really. I think there's a big chance that it could stay exactly the way. Yeah, it is. Fremantle are in the box seat. Absolutely, just stay with oh, yeah. They get enough games at home. They've got a, they've got okay, enough confidence. Okay, one seven yeah. as well. Um, they've got a pretty balanced team. Um, right across the board. Yeah. The thing with Essendon. Essendon have to play their best football for the rest of the year to get there. Yeah. And that's that's the question mark. Can they continue to play really good football all year? Because they haven't been able to play really good football yeah. all year for a long time now. Well, the thing is, if you just looked at that ladder and didn't look at the run home, you'd be thinking that Richmond's probably the one that is the most in danger because they're sitting there at seventh. 
on only 95%. Yeah. And you look at everybody else in the ladder, Cats uh, at 145, Collingwood at 119. Even Hawthorne will uh, get a bad uh, percentage. Even Hawthorne will get a bit down the bottom. West Coast will get 106. Giants 129, Brisbane 110, Adelaide Crows 111, um, Freo 107. So pretty much every team, aside from really... Well, basically every team's at 110 or, or a lot more. Yeah. Um, th- but because they've got such a good run home, they've got one more away game in every other game at the G. So, yes, yeah. they've got some tougher games. They do have to play the Eagles at the G. They do have some teams that... Yeah, Collingwood. Collingwood at the G. That, that's a fascinating game. But I think... I, I think... Because of Richmond's run home, they'll, they'll just get there. Yeah, I think. I, that, I could see a flip with either Frio and Essendon at a seventh and then Richmond at, at an eighth. But I still think they're going to make it. I think that could yeah. swap, possibly. But I think they're going to make it regardless. Yeah, right now, I think the eight is set as far as the teams that are there will stay. Essendon's the only one that's got a bit of a chance. Yeah. I, I just don't have the confidence in Port no, um, to either. be able to execute this. They should. They, they, they have the ability to. But I just don't have the confidence that they're going to yeah. do it. And North Melbourne's... They've got to win big games. Their percentage is really low. Well, they've got to win and win well. If they smashed St Kilda by like 100 points and get like a serious amount of percentage and then have a very, very good run. But they've almost got to win every game. They're not, like going, it starts to become, they're not going to win by 100 points. No, and that's the thing. Like that, There is a few things that other teams have to start yeah, losing. Absolutely. So anyway. So hopefully that answers your question. Uh, both Trent and I are pretty confident that... that the eight stays as is so. with Essendon being the most likely to come in, if anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Take care. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the football. Have a great week and weekend. Goodbye. Cheers. See you later.